I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Port Adelaide into a home preliminary final for the second year running. The coach, Ken Hinckley, is with us on Crunch Time. Ken, congratulations and welcome. Thanks, Jared, And yes, thank you for the congratulations. Was it a satisfying night? Yeah, it was. Yep, there's no doubt when you, um, you know, it, it's a long build to get back to a, um, you know, a final series. And, and for us, it's been a long three-year build to get a team that we think is capable of winning a premiership. So, it's very satisfying because you, every time you get there, you're always nervous that you're still going to complete the job. So how, how acute is that sense, Kenny, of of the journey? Is you won this game last year, so it leaves off with an empty feeling at the end of a thrilling preliminary final, and now you go back to the preliminary final. Is there an acute sense of, well, this has been the whole 12 months to get back to this percent, uh, this moment? Yeah. moment? yeah, there absolutely is. There's no doubt that you know that it takes a long time, and you, and you, and you remember the pain of, of losing any finals, to be honest. And, you know, you know, we also remember the pain of not being a part of the final. So it takes a long time to get there. It still doesn't guarantee you anything. All you've done is earned the right, um, you know, and, and I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be ready for that opportunity when it comes. Uh, Kenny Lepper here. Um, Mitch Georgiades, is he in the best team? We saw the, the difference with you, a bit taller, a bit smaller. Is he going to come back in or what do you think, how do you think that's going to end that up in a few weeks? Yeah, interesting. Look, yeah, yes, yes. Simply, he's in the best team because we know his best football is pretty important. But you know, at the moment, we've got a really healthy squad, which we haven't had all year. Now, Mitch played every game bar the first game until last night. So, and he's kicked thirty-two goals, I think, in in a season. Any young forward that's capable of doing that and putting scoreboard pressure on is obviously pretty important. But you've also got to balance it, as you said. Um, when you get them all available, we haven't been probably faced with this selection issue almost since about round four this year. So it's nice to have the issue. And getting back to last night, obviously you set the game up a little different with Alira Lear just being able to drop off a little bit and intercept Mark. Do you think that's the big difference from the last time you played the Cats, apart from your midfield pressure, which is obviously um, through the roof last night? Yeah, look, I, I think we certainly learned from the Cats. Um, we, we admire the Cats and we know how good they are. And we, you know, we know the damage that the three three forwards did to us last time we played and we knew if we, we approached it the same way, if the supply was similar, they'd probably end up with the same result. So um, mm. we, first and foremost, we needed to change the supply and, and being able to change the supply with our pressure around the footy and our hunt at the ball 
it's something we've, we've spent an incredible amount of time on over the last 10 or 12 weeks around the contest. And, um, you know, that allows a person like Aaliyah to play to his best. And, you know, for us, we freed him up a little more last night. It was, you know, it was a little, little courageous to probably go that way for us. But we felt as if our best football's off the back of him playing well. Thought you had one of the great nights in the coach's box, Ken. Who, who makes that call? I mean, That's Burton, nice for you, Kane. Well, you did. I, I, honestly, it was it was phenomenal the way you were able to set up the ground, restrict their uncontested marks. I think they average over 100 for the year. That was a low number. But who, who makes the call? So the confidence to put a Burton on Rowan. I mean, his form has been extraordinary this year, Ryan Burton. Is that you or is that Brett Montgomery or is it a consultation between all of you? No, no one takes credit. We all take it. We all take an involvement in, and we all have a say in on how it works. And that's that's included it. You know, that's Scully and that's Bass and that's Michael Voss and all the people that we have in our team. I mean, it'd be foolish not to use all the information we have and all the um, experience that we have. But ultimately, um, you know, Brett and myself will will, will probably get to a point where it's uh, okay. We've got to make a choice here. It is, and and this is the way we go. And look, we also had some information on our hand, in our hands from the last time we played and the last few times that we've played against Jeremy Cameron, that Tom's played pretty well on him. Um, and we we chose this night to probably put Tom back to him. Mm, um, and you've been really loyal to a few of your players, and that paid off. I mean, you would have heard the calls about Todd Marshall and his form, and the fans getting a bit frustrated. Laddams and Lysett's the same. You've gone with that group again, and that was rewarded last night. You must have been thrilled with that and, and your calls at selection. Yeah, I'm just proud of the boys who get the opportunity to play and play as well as they can. Because we we know, I mean, we know all the information, and you know, left us sitting there. We, you you know when you're in, inside the club, you know exactly what people can and can't do, and you know exactly what they mean to the team, whether it's with or without the ball. And we just sometimes overvalue, you know, particularly key forwards what they do when they mark the ball or if they don't mark the ball. But for us, the, the football smarts that that certainly Todd brings our team is incredible. Pete Laddams is, you know, an aerobic beast as a ruckman who can get around the ground and, and he can do things at ground level that not many tall people do. So I just get I just get proud of the boys and the way they keep going to get their jobs done. You've been there twice before. Uh, 2014, you lose by three. Uh, last year, you lose by six. Um, do you, Can you remember what that feels like on grand final day, watching the teams knowing how close you've been to getting there? Um, yeah, you certainly. I think you certainly remember, but because you've been in it a long time, and I've been lucky to be there when it's gone the other way as an assistant coach and and have and, and tasted success. So you know what it feels like both ways. But you know, ultimately, it, it comes down to the year that you're there and the day that you have to play, and and so many things. And we all say that you know the prelim finals are the, are the very very toughest games to win, and you know we've experienced that a couple of times in my time. I'm, I'm I know we're better placed and better prepared to have a crack at the next one. Doesn't give us a guarantee though. Now, Kenny, it seemed last night that you're, you're really happy to play fast and play chaos. And I know it's been a bit of a, a reason Richmond have done well in the past against Geelong. Was that an extra, I guess, message for you last night to, to make the game chaotic, make it faster, lots of pressure and, and make the game, as we know, Geelong like time and possession. Was that a real big thing going into the game? Yeah, look, it certainly was, Lepper, for us to um, to try and keep the game a little bit chaotic. And that was... Um you know, not not always works because we we tend to be a high turnover team and we tend to give up a ball a fair bit ourselves. But but we rely on that pressure to win the ball back quickly. But we, as you said, we we know and everyone knows that Geelong's time of possession is a critical component of their game, plus their contested possession. Um, you know, and, and last night we were able to win both those stats. And you, you normally, to be fair, you don't necessarily have to win them against Geelong. You just got to be close enough. And you know, last night to get in front of them and win them was was really significant to the outcome of the game. 
And yeah, it was. It was a really big part of the game that contested the ball. You turned that around. And, and lastly, Sam Pepper, did he give there's a few medical sub naysayers out there, and I think Jared Healy might be one of them. <laughs> but has this given them a little bit of impetus to, you know, to using that strategy? I know um, it, 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 you have to bring players off at a certain time, but do you think the medical sub can potentially be used in the latter stage of this season for a bit more energy, given the fact what Sam Pell Pepper did? I'll, ever, I'll answer it, hopefully not. I don't, I don't want to be someone who does it for that reason, but from last night we were clearly had an issue with uh, Arazzo Fantasia. You know, and Sam's got enormous power. So he's the other way to look at it. He's the perfect sub if you need to use him because he's got real power. And if you use him, you know, last quarter, last half, you know, if he has to be there for the four quarters, we know he can go the whole game. We've used the sub a lot this year. Um, I think we might even be the highest using team in the comp with the sub. So we've been unfortunate to have to use it a lot. But yeah, he's he's the perfect person to use as a sub if you need to use him. With the injury issues you confronted across the course of the season, Ken, was there a a point of picking if everything went right, when you might be able to reassemble the team and then almost working backwards to come up with the right sense of timing to have that performance last night? Yeah, with most of the injuries there were, Jared. I think we had, um, I think we've had, I think it may be something like 17 surgeries this year in our footy club, which is ridiculous in a football season. So they're not little injuries. They're not soft tissue injuries. You have to... Um, so a lot of that is controlled by the recovery of, of, of surgery. So there was a little bit of that, but we knew that the three or four of them, you know, um, Butters, Dersma, Fantasia and Robbie Gray all had surgeries and they were all going to be a certain time frame before they got right. I think critically important that Butters and Dersma were always going to be right about 15, 16. And we always had Robbie penciled in from the time he had surgery for a showdown week that would give him three weeks leading into the um, finals if everything went well. But... You know, you've got to have a lot of things go right for that to happen. And so far, um, you know, they've been able to go right for us. So in that, is there was a night where uh, three of them came back together. And I don't, I'm not sure if it was for all the marbles, whether you do that. But you go, okay, so to have them up to speed, we need them to have played X amount of games. So we take our chances and drop them all in at once. Yeah, we certainly did that at one point where we needed to, um, you know, bite the ball a little bit. We brought... I think there was one game we brought the three amigos, as everyone talks about, um, Butters, Dersma and, and Rosie back into the side in the one night. Rosie had only missed a game, but the other two had missed um, something like 12 weeks. But it was more around we need the game and we need the game time to get these boys going. They're probably going to be better in week two and they're certainly going to be better in week four and certainly better in week six. So it was, a, it was at a stage where we were just keen to have them back in the side. There's, is there a little bit of Bart Cummings about you, Kenny? <laughs> As you know, I like the races. So it'd be nice to it'd be nice to be as accurate as Bart when the time comes on the big day, on Melbourne Cup day. Um, I, I hope that our club can time it and make it to the uh, to first of all make it there, and then secondly, give ourselves a great chance when we do get there. Uh, Ken, it's Sam Edmund here. Appreciate your time. Congratulations. I just wanted to ask you about the pre-finals buy, and we know it's obviously gone, but the AFL's determined to, to now have it before the grand final. Don't want you to put the cart before the horse here because obviously you've got a prelim to play. But philosophically, the challenge of potentially one game in three weeks, the game's never been here before. I just wondered philosophically what you thought about that. Oh, if lucky enough that we were to make it through, I'd be happy to play. I don't mind. <laughs> it's just part of the, it's part of the deal, uh, whatever it is. And COVID's been a different deal every, every week almost. So we, we just deal with it. What I would say about that is that probably if whatever two teams get through, potentially they, they can face the same leading or, or there might be a game difference. I think the, by losing the bye at the end of the round 23, from our point of view, last year we finished on top. We got the bye, we won the first one and we got another bye. I felt like that was a little, 
a little little disruptive for what we'd like to con- be continuous. I think now we've had the first final done without a break. I think this buy will be very good for us. And and obviously, if you um, if you're lucky enough to win a prelim final, or both sides, if that's what happens, um, we'll have to face the same scenario. Kenny, uh, everyone will talk about Aaliyah and Boke and Wines and Fantasia. I want to talk about Jonas. Um, I was shocked when you appointed him as captain. I, I didn't think he was the right call. I, I was wrong in that. Uh, you would have the numbers on the amount of one-on-one contests he lose. He, he, he doesn't lose any, if any. Talk to me about his leadership and the way that he's developed as a leader. Yeah, he's, um, he's a great story, Tom. As we, as we all know, he come from the rookie list from his start of his football career and he's had to fight for every, every part of his football career. He's had to fight. And he certainly doesn't mind fighting. And, um, you know, he was an obvious choice as captain at the time because um, Tom Tom was the leader amongst leaders at the footy club. And, you know, he was the one even for people like the, the Ole and Hammer and, sorry, Hamish and, you know, Darcy, who's in our part of the leadership. But they'd all go to Tom probably most times if they're looking for some sort of support and advice. And, you know, I had no doubt that Tom you know, Tom leads by example. And as you said, his contest stuff is brutal. He's as, he's as, he's as hard and as tough as any person in the game. And, he takes no prisoners, and that's why he doesn't lose many contests. He puts everything out there. He, he just he just leads them the right way. You know, if you want if you want your footy team to play tough and hard, you need them to be led as much as anything by the tough and hard player. And, and certainly Tom does that well. And I think we've seen you know that 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 Tom and Ollie are the right two people currently to be leading our footy club. And Tom is clearly the captain. And we learned a lot about him uh, last week too, that he's a lawyer, that's right, and he's doing an MBA for a little bit of fun, I think is what he said, Jared, which is quite odd. But he also didn't answer a very important question, which I posed to Ryan Burton, and, and last week, I think it was two weeks ago, Tom Jonas said he could tell me, his answer was, he could tell me, but he'd have to kill me. Why does Michael Voss hold up the 120 sign? It's been Voss, he won't tell me, no one will tell me, I've got to get to the bottom of this. It's a speed we like to go at, Lepper. Oh, finally got the answer. Hey. Finally. Now, I need to know, what's the 100, top speed? 120 mile an hour. Is that the top speed, or does it go faster than that, the car? No, we've got a fast, we've got a much faster speed than that. you got a 240 and a 680, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we do, yeah. As, as we all know, they're all little signs that our boys know, and they all understand. And, um, you know, with the change of the runner that came in a couple of years back, we've actually got very good, I think, and the players have got much better at controlling their destiny from on the grass with... Um, you know, without the runner, and they know that they now check in a few of those little moments. And there's, you know, most of them, are, if you look at most of them, they're most pretty similar, it's particularly late in quarters. You can almost read each other's signs. So um, they, they work out pretty well. But there's little parts of our game plan that come out. Yeah, it looked like you went at about 3.30 last night. That speed <laughs> was going right off Yeah, we had in overdrive for a bit. <laughs> so to tie it all up, Kenny, um, the accrual of experience, the addition of personnel, do you feel like you are better equipped now than you were when last you headed to a prelim? Yeah, I said, I said that during the week, Jerry, that yes, we are, mainly because of the experience that we've had. You know, and, and as I said, this team, we've, been, we've only been probably putting it together for three years, to be fair, and we feel like we've gained some experience last year. A lot of, we've, got, we've got some really mature players, obviously, Robbie and Trav and Tom and you know, those type of players who have got great experience. But we also brought the bottom end of this team together which was those, you know, those young boys, and you know they've come in and played together, and you know they've had an experience of of, of playing finals. Um, they've got to be better prepared for that. They have an understanding of what it takes. You know, I, I think we're better placed. It doesn't mean we're going to get the result we desperately want, but we're going to give it one hell of a shake. I bet you will. Thanks, Kenny, and good luck for what comes next. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Join your boys, thanks.